Welcome back, my friend, to the Nemos News Network, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. On this episode, we're joined once again by my friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, PhD economist, founder of Sovereign Advisors, where you can buy gold, silver, real money, precious metals if you're interested. And I think after this video, you may well be. We're going to talk about some things. Uh, Kirk has discovered something hidden in the CARES Act, and we're going to discuss that first. Kirk, thank you for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule again. I like your new office in the background there. How, how have you been? And, and welcome back. Really good. It's It's been great. Never a busier time, right? But when you're fighting for freedom, when freedom is being stripped away from us, we're going to be busy, I guess. Um, rather be busy than bored right now. But, but doing great, getting ready for uh, Christmas, just going to spend it with family and just kind of chill out in our houses where we don't have to wear masks. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm missing it this year because my family's back in lockdown state, North right. Carolina. I'm a little bit worried to be traveling with all of my family, dogs and cats and, and lockdowns and quarantines in this turbulent time. Um, yeah. but we're we're going to zoom in or something with them just to see grandma. So, yeah. so you know, you cracked a, a bit of a code. Uh, there's a lot of pages in this CARES Act and, and they're trying to, to put a lot of things in there, a lot of pork, uh, a lot of foreign aid, uh, which usually comes back right around to the pockets of those who send it out, I think. But what is it that you found specifically around the Federal Reserve and the Treasury? Yeah, so we'll go back to the original CARES Act in March. Um, there was a provision in there that basically married the Treasury and the Fed. So the, you know, long story short, because we've talked about it on your show numerous times, um, the Treasury became the big boss, right? And they got to tell the Fed what to print, but the Fed had no, they didn't have any say on where it went. So the treasury got to say, we are going to change things. So how did they change things? Prior to that CARES Act, the Fed could only buy US treasuries. That was it. Under the CARES Act, they could buy private equity, they could buy private debt, they could buy individual companies, they could buy um, ETFs, they could buy index funds, they could do whatever they want. And this is what Trump wanted, right? So he could provide laser focused stimulus to the areas of the economy that needed it. So this is why when 30 million people are unemployed, COVID's got pretty much everything shut down that the stock market still is at all time highs. It was because of that. That's, I mean, it was amazing. It worked. So now we've got this COVID bill that was just, um, you know, that Nancy Pelosi and her cronies, you know, pushed through um, 5,000 pages. They got, they got it in an afternoon and had to vote on it that night, like six hours later. It's like, what? Is this their modus operandi all the time? You know, we can't. Uh, it really is. We'll, we'll vote on it and then we'll read it kind of a thing. It's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. You have to pass it to find out what's in it. Correct. And that's the same thing that happened this time. And you had said, yeah, there is a lot of pork. There's money going to, you know, African countries and all these other countries. And it's like, come on, America is starving here. Keep it here. Even Venezuela. I mean, uh, countries that are not necessarily friendly to us right now, we're still sending them money. Gender programs in, in um, Pakistan. I mean, millions of dollars. Sorry, go ahead. They, they hate, I mean, they hate us and we're still sending, you know, tens or millions or hundreds of millions. I mean, it's ridiculous. So this bill, this new one, basically wipes away everything that Trump did in the CARES Act when it when pertaining to the Fed, where we could have that laser-focused stimulus. Here's the exact language. Um, it's on like page 2,464. <laughs> um, it says, in general, <coughs> excuse me, after December 31st, 2020, 
the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System and the Federal Reserve Banks shall not make any loan, purchase any obligation, asset security, or other interest, or make any extension of credit through any program or facility established under Section 13.3 of the Federal Reserve Act, 12 U.S.C. 343.3, in which the Secretary made a loan, loan guarantee, or other investment pursuant to Section 4003.B.4. So who's the Secretary? It's the Secretary of the Treasury that came into effect under that CARES Act. So what that says is any loan that the Secretary made possible under the CARES Act, they can't make those anymore. Okay, so not only can they not make them anymore, but there were uh, uh, initial amounts for different categories under the CARES Act, because it was it was like a, what, a trillion dollar bill or something like that, it was huge. So there were limits as to how much they could go into certain sectors and things like that. Not gonna go over the sectors, but I'm gonna read the numbers. In subsection A of the CARES Act, strike 500 billion and insert zero. In subsection B, paragraph one, strike 25 billion, insert zero. In paragraph two, strike 4 billion, insert zero. In paragraph three, strike out 17 billion, insert zero. In paragraph four, in the matter of preceding paragraph A, strike out 454 billion and insert zero. So what they're saying is, even if under the initial CARES Act, all of the money hadn't been spent, there's no money left. They're saying zero, 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 you can't do it anymore. So there's one other really weird provision in here, Dustin. Um, and, and, it's, and it's really strange to me. I don't, know, I don't know how they could put it in because we have bad laws in this country and we have good laws, right? And when you have bad laws, a new Congress comes in and they say, okay, we got to change this law and we're going to make a good one. Or, or you've got good laws and then you you a bad Congress and they say, oh, let's make some bad laws out of this, yeah. right? So, so in here, there's a provision on, on page 2465 that says no modification. After December 31st, 2020, the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System and the Federal Reserve Banks shall not modify the terms and conditions of any program or facility established under section 13.3 of the Federal Reserve Act in which the secretary made a loan, loan guarantee or other investment pursuant to that. So basically they're saying, my interpretation here, because this is a lot of jargon and a lot of nonsense in this bill is, hey, this new bill, we're never going back to the way that Trump had it. No more modifications moving forward. This is it. This is final. So interesting. It is, it is interesting. So I, they're just trying to flex their muscles because things can be vetoed, you know, but, but this is the, of the language that's in there. And what actually creeps me out a little bit more is the name of this bill. <laughs> it's a long, ridiculous name. December 21st, 2020, Rules Committee Print 116-68, text of the House Amendment to the Senate Amendment to H.R. 133. What does that tell us? The House and the Senate both passed this dumb thing. Yeah. It was, it was the House is Democrat, the Senate's Republican, and they both passed this stupid thing that would negate all of Trump's gains to the economy. So here's my warning. We don't know what's going to come, but what we do know is if these things are enacted, 
January 1st, <laughs> like what it wants, that's the only thing that's kept the economy propped up. And if this is this kind of laser focused stimulus is taken away, it could be hold on tight, things are gonna spiral down. And, and there was also wordage to try to stop President Trump from having the ability to use the Insurrection Act if necessary, hidden in this bill. I mean, they they are trying to take away his ability to, to boost the economy so they can finally destroy it and, and bring us to our knees and, and usher in the Great Reset because they need the, the destruction in order to push the reset. Because you know, in a game, you don't reset until you die, you know? Right. And, kind of, and that's kind of what's happening here. Um, you know, they're trying to rig this in every way imaginable. And and I want to mention, you, you brought it up, but the bipartisan aspect of this bill, it, it was Cocaine Mitch came out of nowhere and started playing ball with the Democrats. And I want to remind people the way he got the nickname Cocaine Mitch. People don't remember this, but his wife has a lot of business dealings with China. She's fairly famous for it. And one of those businesses that was involved with shipping well, they found a lot of cocaine in one of her ships. Now, I don't know if she was involved directly or not, but I do know that she has a lot of uh, incentive to not want to rock the boat with China because you don't make money in China unless you're on the CCP's nice list. You know, if you're on the naughty list, it's Christmas. If you're on the naughty list, you get more than coal. You might get organ harvested or arrested or, or locked up or something. So this is... Um, it's like the deep state counterattack to what President Trump tried to do there to take control of the Fed, and they're trying to make sure it never happens again. Right, and and to me, if you if you try to fast forward to their rationale behind it, why would you why would you want to kill the U.S. economy? Because the U.S. economy is still in the way under President Trump of their Great Reset that they want. So if you could, it's is this is so Hegelian to me, Dustin? It's like all right. Let's create a problem that's so bad that our solution actually looks really good. And so they're creating the problem and the solution, right? And to me, this is just, yeah, if we can shut down all this stimulus, it, we could create a run on the banks, potentially. We could cause a stock market collapse. We could have America saying, we need a savior, right? We need help. We need this. We need that. It's like, oh, we need to reset everything. In fact, we don't have just a reset. We have a great reset for you. I mean, uh, to me, this just plays right into their hands and you can almost see it without them saying it. Yeah. Well, they, they have to break hope. They have to take other options away so that you'll, you'll move along into... And in fact, you know what? I read something from Stalin earlier. Uh, Stalin, it's a, little, it's a little gruesome, but it, it's really relevant. And uh, I'll... I'll read it to you now, it was a meme that was going around kind of making fun of the $600 handout that they gave us, which was basically nothing uh, versus the way they treat us. And it says that Stalin once ripped all the feathers off of a live chicken as a lesson to his followers. He, he then set the chicken on the floor a short distance away. And of course, this chicken was suffering immensely and bleeding and everything. And then Stalin began to feed some wheat to the chicken and it followed him around. And he said to his followers, this is how easy it is to govern stupid people. They will follow you no matter how much pain you cause them, as long as you throw them a little worthless treat once in a while. Wow. And that is the kind of methodology and playbook that they, the elite go by and, and they understand that that really does work. They're going to give us a $600 check here and there, a little, maybe a thousand dollar or $1,500 a month, uh, universal basic income, and they're going to take away everything. 
And uh, even then, what's left of that universal basic income will then be taken away as well if we don't behave. And I'm really afraid of that future. Um, what, what do you make of this? What do you think happens next? And what do you think happens to the economy? I, you know, nothing, nothing is a guarantee. Um, I, I, don't, I don't bring this stuff up to scare people. I bring it up so we can have an action plan, right? So, so whether this happens as it looks like it's going to or not, what do we know? Well, we do know that, that gold thrives on chaos. This is going to bring chaos. Even the perception of this will bring chaos. It doesn't even necessarily need to be real. So this is why gold's up, you know, 30-something percent year to date, why Citibank projects it to go up 50% over the next 12 months from where it is now. I mean, that brings it from 2,000 to 3,000 an ounce. That's amazing. So I would encourage people, it's like, you know what? Don't operate in fear. Don't stick your head in the sand. Don't do nothing. Just reacquire some gold. Hedge some of your assets with gold to take advantage of this nonsense rather than it taking advantage of you. That's an easy one. I mean, this, this is an easy one. The second is <laughs> has nothing to do with the economy. We have to continue to make noise about the election fraud because it's still not over. Sure. It's still not over. The Trump still has very, very legit legal battles in front of us right now. And I still think he's gotten better than a fighting chance, Dustin. I mean, like not just better, but like almost locked in. And yeah. then you see you see Biden starting to pull Bidenisms. Yeah. Um, what do you say? It's a, so instead of a one trick pony, he's a what did he say? He said um, horse a pony. one horse pony. It's like, what a one horse pony. It's like don't you goofball. So anyways, anyone can have a slip of the tongue. I don't want to attack him for that, but he's got a lot of these things. And now you've even got the leftist media saying, yeah, there is something behind this Hunter Biden story. Um, maybe we need to look into it. Well, now the damage is done, right? Biden's in. He's going to go out because of Hunter Biden and they've got their their wicked witch of the West, the president, just like that. I mean, they're, they're playing yeah. this like we, we expected them to play it. Exactly. And we've we've known that was the play. Kamala was going to take over for him right after the, the supposed win. I want to take it back briefly because you, you talked about how this was going to really rock the boat for the economy and create chaos. You know, in this episode, we haven't touched on in past episodes we have. But in this interview, we haven't even touched on the massive money printing and the inflation. Uh, what's happening with like crypto right now is people are, are even billionaires are transitioning out of the dollar. They're trying to just get somewhere where there's value. And also the vaccine, I mean, we have to, we can't ignore that because now it's coming out, economies are going to reopen and then suddenly, wait for it, there's a mutant version. And now the markets are like, all of our expectations, all of our planning, maybe that was just crap for the next year. And now we don't know what's going to happen because lockdowns are going to continue and we have no idea what to do. Um, you know, th those are a lot of different elements and forces hitting us all at once here. And I think that I can feel the boat rocking. I don't know about you. I can feel the boat rocking and you just, you just mentioned our next three shows that we have to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And I've got a fourth one too, to kind of wet, wet the whistle of your viewers. Um, massive pension crisis about to happen with the state pensions. I just finished a special report on it. Oh my word. The, the projections, they are so far underwater. 
Illinois has already gone bankrupt with their pension system, but, but all of the states, all of them except for four, will go bankrupt with their pensions, meaning state employees, teachers, all of them, they're, they're not going to have everything that they thought they were going to have for retirement. And so that's an important episode that we need to talk to because that in itself will strike more fear into more people when they realize we've made less pay for decades working as teachers. We got summers off and we worked for less because we're going to get 75% of our highest salary for the rest of our lives. I don't think so. Yeah, that would be so. Yeah. And Ponzi scheme, uh, retirement, social security, everything that they give us, Medicare, it, it all becomes a Ponzi scheme because when you give it to the government to manage, they take half and they do the rest badly. And then you might get a, a little bit of it back, but bad quality, bad service, uh, corruption, you know, it's, it's not a good thing. Um, well, and, and in my report, I mean, you'll see some of the projections, you know, some of the states are expected to go uh, bankrupt by like 2026 with an 11% annualized rate of return internal. Some of these states have negative 4% annualized return. It's like, oh, 2026 is going to turn into 2022, right? It, when you have those kind of returns, and it was already projected to go belly up with an 11% rate of return, it's like, uh, what happens when it's negative? That just accelerates everything. Wow. And where, where can people find this report? And I'm going to give you closing thoughts. Um, take it away, Kirk. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to post it on my website, sovereignadvisors.net. If you want it, you can blast it out. I'll, I'll give it to you to blast out to all of your um, network as well. I, I mean, it's that important. We need to get it out to the masses like ASAP. Yeah, I'd love to. As many different distribution channels as possible. Okay. And, and you know, since people are going to go to your website anyway, I want to mention um, if you want to support this channel, you don't have to. You, this is free and I hope you enjoyed it and we'll share it anyway. But if you want to support this channel, go through nemosnewsnetwork.com slash gold and it'll take you directly to Kirk's website and you can chat with him about buying gold and silver or, or check out his report. And, um, you know, Kirk, g- give them a kind of a, like a 10 second overview of that process when they contact you and such. But I, you know, I just want to mention Shop Patriot. Gold and silver is the same if it's real from whoever you buy it from. Make sure you buy it from someone you can trust, like Kirk. It's where I get my silver from if I buy silver. And, um, you know, it's more about supporting the people that share your values at this point. Don't go buying from the Walmarts of the gold industry. Um, so, Kirk, go ahead. Thank you. Yeah. So, in fact, um, on your link that you have there, I'm going to make it automatically available for anybody who goes there. So when they when they click on that link, the process is you'll be able to get that free report. I'll put it in there for you, Dustin. Um, and then just fill out your your name and contact info if you want to talk, because when you read this, you will want to talk. And so we, my team will get back in touch with you. We will take the time necessary to answer all of your questions. This is important. I mean, you've worked really hard to accumulate everything that you've accumulated, um, to have it go away because of some dumb government policy that you can't control. But what can we control? Our own actions. And there is stuff that we can do to get out of harm's way. And that's why I'm willing to, you have a large audience, Dustin, it's massive. But it's why I'm willing to take the time with them um, to answer these questions. And I'm expecting to be really busy, but, but if this plays out the way that I think that it will, um, it's not going to work out very kindly for people, especially with 
a turnaround in the interest rate cycle, which is going to cause bonds to come crashing down. 80% of all state pension funds are allocated into the bond market. And as rates rise, the value of those bonds comes down. And as liquidations happen, they're going to be selling distressed assets and accelerate the decline. I mean, this is what's coming. And this is what we have to protect ourselves from. Absolutely. And uh, the way to do that is to get out of anything that has counterparty risk where you know that what you have has value and it's somewhere where you know where it's at and no one can take it or the value there in it by, you know, stealing with inflation or something. You may have money in the bank account. It may even go up each year, like a couple of point percentages, but you're losing the ability to buy stuff with it every day that you wait because prices of goods are going up much faster with inflation. Um, thank you for that. Um, I don't want to go too long on my rant. So uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott, I appreciate your time. Everyone, I hope you found this to be a value. Um, we'll see you on the next one. We do this uh, interview once a week or so with Dr. Kirk and have him on to kind of get, get us up to date on what's happening. And you can find this and more at nemosnewsnetwork.com. If you want to join our newsletter, uh, just add slash news to the end of the website and you can sign up and you'll have all these updates when it happens and stay informed. Thank you again, Kirk. You bet. Bye-bye.